everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today, I'm going to be challenging you to become rebels with a cause. Maybe rebellion isn't as bad as we once thought it was. Well, welcome back to this podcast. I missed last week because I was recovering from pneumonia and had absolutely no voice. So we had to just go a week without any podcast because there was no way it was going to happen. I'm feeling tons better this week. Very grateful for antibiotics and rest and all of that good stuff. So here we go. We're going to talk about rebellion today. And as I've gotten ready to launch my book, Religious Rebels, I've been thinking a lot about this. And if once you read this book, if you read the conclusion of the book, I kind of talk about why I named the book Religious Rebels and the inner turmoil that I went through trying to be okay with that name. If you grew up in any kind of fundamental Christianity of any kind, you, like me, probably thought that rebellion was like the worst sin ever. To rebel against somebody in authority or against the rules, the standards, all that was a terrible thing. In my youth group growing up, we had two sets of kids. We had the godly kids and we had the rebels. And to be labeled the rebel was just the worst thing ever. There's a verse in Samuel, for Samuel, that talks about the rebellion being as the sin of witchcraft. And that was thrown around a lot. Like it was a very bad thing to be a rebel, to have rebellion in your heart. And yet, as I look back on it now, I see that those beliefs are a great way of just controlling people, of limiting their questions, of limiting them trying to figure out what's really going on and what's actually true. Because if you can just squash any rebellion, then you just have people who will blindly obey you and do whatever you say, and they won't question or wonder if the things that you're saying are even remotely true or if they're twisted or anything like that. And so as I am thinking about launching this book and as I am looking at our modern Christianity culture, I am just more and more feeling like we need to become rebels. Like we need to rebel against the system and push back and look for truth and demand that people think about things. And I know it sounds like crazy and kind of... um not really violent. That's what I mean. But, you know, just there's a, there's a passion and intensity there. I watched a 90s preacher on a reel the other day on Instagram, and he was talking about how so many of the leaders in different organizations were bemoaning the fact that there weren't any prophets of old. They were kind of giving a lot of homage to these prophets like Moses and in um, Ezekiel and Elijah and all these people. And they were saying like, why don't we have any prophets like this in our churches? And he was very clear. And it's so funny to me how people can be so clear about things. And yet here we are 20, 30 years later, just not clear at all in the things that we're believing and the things that we're allowing to creep into our churches and stuff like that. But he was very clear. He said, there are prophets like this still here. They're just not in the system. Prophets are usually without the system. They're outside the system talking about it. And so here we are looking at our current system that we have within our Christianity, specifically here in America, 
And I'm just going to call some stuff out today and I'm going to say, let's let's push back against this. And I think that it's really important to recognize how much of our Christianity has become just this commercial thing, like this corporate commercial money-making machine. And it's not what it's intended to be at all. And yet it's benefiting people that are in power and that are getting money from it. And it's benefiting people who are getting fame from it. And yet it's not really following Jesus. So I watched this documentary with my husband, really into documentaries. And I was watching one on Boeing, the Boeing aircraft company, and just how a couple of their Max jets crashed a few years ago. And it turned out that they had put this system in the the plane and never told pilots about it because they didn't want to have to spend the money to retrain pilots. And so there was a system that malfunctioned and crashed two planes, killing hundreds of people. And nobody really wanted to do anything about it because it was going to cut into their bottom dollar. It was it was just a terrifying documentary. You're like, these corporations are so corrupt. Like all they care about is money and power. And this is a problem. Like, this is this true and genuine problem. But it reminds me of what's happening within the Christian industry. And here's the thing. In the last few years, the last few decades, Christian industry has become this big thing with whether it's music industry or the book industry or the media industry. There's this industry and we are marketing things to people, whether it's music, books, merchandise, all kinds of stuff that we are marketing to people in the name of Christ, calling it Jesus and religion and all this stuff. And yet it really is this industry that really is all about making money. As I've spent the last 10 years trying to publish this book, it's been very interesting to me to look and see where the book publishing industry has gone. And I don't think that many people know, but some of the biggest names in Christian publishing have been bought by secular companies. So they're no longer owned by Christian people at the top. They're owned by a secular company, a secular publishing company, who is really just looking for money, like looking to make that dollar. And with this purchase and with this not becoming these independent companies anymore, we've got people who are just wanting money, like we want money. And so it becomes harder and harder to get published in the traditional industry because people are looking for authors who make them a lot of money. And so it no longer matters if you have something soundly theological to say. If you don't have already a big following, if you're not already a big name of something, like they're not going to be able to sell thousands of your books to make money. And so they don't really want to have anything to do with you. And it's just very disturbing to me because people who are famous and who are well-known, but maybe don't have any kind of sound theology or even something to say are getting book publishing contracts while people who are just normal, everyday Christians who are seeking Jesus and have beautiful stories and have just wisdom to share are being rejected because they don't have a large enough following and you're not going to make the money. And I'm like, wait a minute, when did this become a thing where we are so much more consumed by just the company and the corporation and the industry and the bottom dollar than we are with actual truth being shared? Unfortunately, it's kind of similar in the music industry. The music industry is really monopolized by a few corporations and a few churches. And if you look into it, many of our worship songs these days are being produced by people like Bethel Music. 
Hillsong music, other places like this. And if you look at their theology, it's pretty sketchy. Like these people are not orthodox. They are not historically sound in some of the things that they believe. I talked about a book a few weeks ago called Counterfeit Kingdom that talks about the New Apostolic Reformation. And both of those churches that I mentioned are very much involved in this New Apostolic Reformation. And so we have this industry that is, you know, a little compromised. And so between Christian music and Christian publishing, there's just a sense of compromise in there. And how do we go about doing this the right way? How do we go about rebelling against this kind of stuff and being people who are really passionate about truth, about having books that are full of truth and are actually pointing us to the real Jesus, and about having worship music that is full of truth and that is pointing us to the real God and to the real Jesus, and not to sketchy theological viewpoints. And I think that there is even more opportunity than we realize right now within our culture because we have the internet and we have things like YouTube and we have things like independent publishing and we have Spotify or SoundCloud where people are putting their music out there. I think there is potential for us to reach out and support indie authors and indie musicians and people who are really and truly trying to just worship the Lord and speak truth from him. And so I think it's kind of a fun opportunity for us to be rebels of the cause and to push back against these big conglomerate corporations and go ahead and support people who are really and truly trying to follow God and to seek God and to let the truth of who God is be known in their lives and aren't willing to jump through the hoops and be famous and celebrity and well-known and stuff like that. We've got mainstream evangelical culture, guys, being taken over by people that have very far right ideas and people who have far left ideas. And there's got to be a way for us to find this middle ground of what is truth? What is orthodox? How do we hold tension? How do we hold paradox? How do we hold mystery of who God is? Can we do both and? Can we love people and still have historical orthodoxy? Can we be people who love social justice and who are trying to bring change to our world and yet still hold on to the creeds of the faith? Is there a way for us to rebel against this black and white ideology, against this tribalism that we have in our culture everywhere right now, and be people who are saying, no, I'm going to be somebody of grace and truth. I'm going to rebel against these ideas and be somebody who is willing to say, I'm going to find this messy middle. And I'm going to do both and. It's not going to be one or the other. And I'm going to reject this idea that I'm right, which makes you wrong, and that I can go ahead and see where the truth lies, perhaps, like I said, little bits here, little bits there, in the middle way. And so I just want to encourage you guys, as we just look at our world and we look at our culture and it's easy to become discouraged by everything that we see, I just want to remind you guys that there is a very real God This is not something that surprises him, and this is not something new. Like, humanity has done the same things over and over and over again. This is what we do. This is what we as broken people do. And so if you look at history and you look at the way things have gone before, you're going to see cycles. You're going to see things that are very similar. 
And so it's okay for us to recognize the world is broken and things are not working the way they should. And we're going to rebel against that. And we're going to say, nope, I don't think so. We're going to do something different here. And at the same time, we don't have to be people who are discouraged and depressed and just fearful of the world that we live in. We can be people who understand like this is nothing new. God has got this. He's done this before. People have done this before. And to just be people, be people who bring back into focus just who God is, who we are, what the world is, bringing back those orthodox theologies and the creeds of the faith and just the things that we can hold on to that are in that messy middle place. So I just want to encourage you guys once again, Remember that the prophets are probably outside the system somewhere trying to speak truth. Don't be afraid of being a prophet who's outside the system trying to speak truth. Think, question, wonder, ask, seek, and do something. Do something about it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to do something. So I hope that encourages you guys and I'm glad to be back here with you again We'll have a few more episodes this season before I take a break for the summer as we get ready to really launch my book. And then we'll be back at it again next fall. So thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to have you join me over on my Substack at christylinwood.substack.com for newsletters, notes, and a community of people who are searching for the real God. 